Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome into Duval Daily, presented by GenJag.com. I'm Jordan DeLugo. Thank you so much for tuning in here on Wednesday, November 29th. Your Jacksonville Jaguars coming off a big win in Houston, keeping their stranglehold on the AFC South at 8-3. and three. Uh, They don't have another game until Monday night. They're going to host the Bengals for Monday night football, so we've got some time to get into the Bengals previews this week since they're not playing on Sunday. So we're going to kind of look at a big-picture take on the Jaguars right now, looking at their strengths and weaknesses with six games left to go in the regular season. Really appreciate y'all tuning in. If you enjoy the content, please like, subscribe, hit that notification bell, and also check out ginjag.com shop and pick up some new Duval gear. The hat I'm wearing right now just dropped on the website. You can go check it out. We've got limited inventory available and ready to ship right now. You can check it out. Got the little old school Jag with the Florida on the side there, Jack's hat. Really appreciate y'all supporting the channel by watching the videos and by checking out the shop. All right, so getting into strengths and weaknesses. We're going to start off with the offensive weaknesses, talk about the offensive strengths, then go to the defensive side of the ball. I think when you talk about special teams, special teams is a strength for the Jaguars all around right now, so we don't need to talk about that too much. Uh, But looking at the offensive weaknesses, I think offensive consistency is fair to point out Uh, consistency in short yardage, consistency in the red zone, just consistency putting up points. They haven't put up points the same way you would like to see them do it week in and week out uh, with consistency. Where does that come from? I think porous run blocking is one of the main things. Uh, If teams don't believe you can run in short yardage, it makes things difficult on third and fourth down. It makes things difficult in the red zone when things are condensed if you struggle to punch the ball in. And right now the Jaguars are struggling in the run blocking department. I don't think that every uh, run play that doesn't work is on the offensive line, but I think more more often than not, it does come down to the offensive line not doing a great job in the run blocking department. There are some moments where Travis Etienne might miss a hole or a crease, uh, but for the most part, he's doing a very good job. In my opinion, the run blocking just simply has not been there for a lot of this year. And again, if teams don't believe you can do it, they can sell out to stop the pass. They can sell out to stop the outside the outside runs like you saw at the end of the first half against the Texans. You know, the Jaguars tried to hit the outside with Travis Etienne. If teams don't believe you can run up the middle, they can kind of try to take certain things away. And that's exactly what the Texans did on that play. So I think you've got to find a way to get better in short yardage, um, whether that's the run blocking, whether that's starting to use Trevor Lawrence more with quarterback sneaks and just trying to go over the top. You did see that against the Texans some, which it did work out for the most part. So I think you've got to figure out the run blocking a little bit more. I do think that there is a potential um, a potential answer to some of the issue with the run blocking department that we will talk about. But right now, overall, the run blocking is not good enough. 
I think drops are unfortunately still a thing for the Jaguars, four of them in Houston. Anytime you drop close to a handful of passes in the game, you are probably taking points off the board, and the Jaguars certainly did that with drops this week. Obviously, the Calvin Ridley drop was huge, three other drops in the game. There's another play down the field late in the game where Trevor Lawrence puts it up for Zay Jones, and Zay had a valiant effort. Derek Stingley just forced him out of bounds, couldn't get both feet in. But for me, when you're not able to come down with all these these dropped passes, it makes it difficult to win consistently. It makes it difficult to score points consistently. And again, talking about offensive weaknesses, if you're dropping passes, it's going to take points off the board. Uh, they have 19 drops on the year. They can't let that become an every week thing. And, and if you lose in the playoffs, you're out. We all know this, right? So if you have a game where you drop four or five passes in the playoffs, it's going to be difficult to win against a playoff caliber football team. Um, so they've got to clean that up. I say you can't have it, you know, every week. You can't have it for one week in the playoffs, which is really, um, it's really a little bit concerning because you do have talented receivers. But even the talented receivers are letting the ball hit the ground a little bit too much. That's really it for me in terms of weaknesses for the offense. We're going to talk about some strengths here for the offense. I think Trevor Lawrence is playing extremely well. I think the creativity is there from a play calling standpoint. Once again, we've seen it over the last month. Uh, I think they have guys that can get open. I think that they have guys that can make play on the ball. Travis Etienne is incredible when it comes to forcing missed tackles, when it comes to using his speed in space. I think Dearness Johnson is playing well behind him as well. Calvin Ridley's getting hot, okay? And that's something you love to see with this Jaguars offense. They're figuring out ways to use him. A month ago, I would have said the lack of verticality on offense is a big weakness, a big problem. But again, they've gotten that going now with moving Calvin Ridley around a little bit more, with getting Zay Jones back, and just taking more shots. Doug Peterson talked about it a couple weeks ago. He said they need to be a team that takes more shots downfield. They need to get more vertical, and they have done that. Um, They seem to have figured that part out so far. And you know, maybe there's a team that they'll face in the playoffs that can mitigate that. But so far, you know, outside of the 49ers over the last month, it has looked really good. Uh, for me, the pass pro is neutral for the Jaguars. It's not really a strength or a weakness right now. They're usually good enough to win football games. They are improving. And I think having Ezra Cleveland in the lineup will not only improve their interior pass protection by helping out Luke Fortner a little bit more, uh, but I think I mentioned I think the run game could potentially improve I think Ezra Cleveland is a big part of that. He's a very good run blocker, both at the point of attack and getting out in space and and helping clear lanes down the field. Um, So I think that there's potential improvement here. Obviously, you hate to see Cam Robinson go out, but we do know Walker Little can play good football at left tackle. Switching back during the middle of the game against the Texans didn't look great. But we've seen Walker Little for the past three years come in for Cam Robinson at times and play good football at left tackle. I think you've seen Anton Harrison improve throughout the season. Brandon Sheriff is playing at a high level. Luke Fortner has improved throughout the season in pass protection as well. So I think pass pro is a neutral right now. I think it has the potential to be a positive for the Jaguars, especially if Ezra Cleveland sticks in there at left guard. And I do think 
run blocking can improve with Ezra Cleveland in the game as well. So I think both of those areas can improve thanks to the Ezra Cleveland trade uh, where the Jaguars only had to give up a sixth round for him at the deadline. Uh, but still, I think it's a neutral pat and pass protection because the question remains like, can you block the Chiefs? Can you block the Ravens? Those are some AFC defenses that you're going to have to go through uh, that are very difficult. And then if you do make it to February, 49ers and Eagles. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Can you block those guys up front? I think that's a big question for me. But I do think overall, the pass protection is not a weakness. It is more of a neutral at this point. Looking at the Jaguars defense, which is a unit that a lot of people thought would struggle in 2023. I had them more of an average unit entering the season, but they have been anything but average. They have been excellent overall. The Jaguars defense has. Um, Looking at their weaknesses defensively, though, Shanahan-style offenses, they're still giving them problems um, when they've got the quarterback and the weapons to get things done. You saw the 49ers. You've seen the Texans move the ball on them really well twice now. The Texans didn't score a lot uh, this time around, but they still moved the ball really well and had opportunities to put points on the board, and and they missed a few of those opportunities. I still think that you have pass rush questions beyond Josh Allen when it comes to winning one-on-ones, right? Um, I don't think that they necessarily have a bad pass rush because I think the scheme, the ability to add pressure via blitzes and simulated pressures um, is helping a lot. I think Josh Allen is leading the way. I think Trayvon Walker is is slowly s- starting to uh, show a little bit more. I know that his efficiency isn't great as a pass rusher, but he is getting the job done uh, overall. When you look at the ability to get pressure on the quarterback late, when you look at his ability to bull rush, Um, and obviously play the run. But I do think beyond Josh Allen, you don't have a guy that you feel super confident is going to go out there and win one-on-ones in the pass rush department consistently. Again, this scheme, it it can help you know, get guys in advantageous situations so they don't necessarily have to win one-on-ones. But uh, I think in the playoffs, you are you're going to be in situations where you want to be able to have more than one guy that you feel comfortable winning at one-on-one in pass rush situations. Uh, so I think that's still a little bit of a weakness for me. Um, you also aren't seeing the Jags full secondary right now. Tyson Campbell has been dealing with injury throughout a lot of this year. So you've seen Buster Brown filling in while he's done an admirable job. He is not Tyson Campbell and this defense is not as good as they are when Tyson Campbell is at full strength. When will Tyson Campbell be fully healthy and ready to go? I'm not sure, but you want him to not only be healthy, but to, to have some game reps prior to the playoffs so he can go in there and, and feel healthy and feel confident and have your defense at its very best. Uh, I think Trey Herndon, while he's played admirably as well, he can still be had against really good slot players, and you're going to see some of those in the playoffs, no doubt about it. So uh, how, how do you handle that? I think the Jaguars have done a good job for the most part, but uh, I think that certain teams are going to be able to scheme up things working against the Jaguars slot defenders. 
I think the strengths, looking at the strengths on defense, they're pretty clear. The run defense is lights out for the most part, uh, both you know from the, the, the front four to the linebackers to the secondary. Very good run defense overall. They force turnovers at an extremely high level. A lot of that has to do with the scheme and obviously the players stepping up within the scheme. Um, Josh Allen is a huge strength for them, right? Trayvon Walker making plays all over the field is a huge strength for them. The linebacker play is stellar with Devin Lloyd and and Foye Luokan obviously leading the way. The safeties have been very good in their own right for the most part as well. And again, when Tyson Campbell does come back, you have one of the better, strong, stronger outside corner duos in the league, in my opinion. So I think that they obviously do have some strengths um, on defense. I think the scheme is working in concert, the front and the back end working in concert. So much movement post-snap, good blitzing team. They're really starting to, to, to feel uh, more cohesive when it comes to using blitzes and simulated pressures. They are a pretty good coverage team, even without Tyson Campbell. Now, once Tyson Campbell gets to full strength, Hopefully you, you look at this team and it's even more locked down. But as of right now, they are a pretty good coverage team. And uh, their zone defenses really suit the, the skill sets that they have on the back end. And they've been strong in big situations for the most part and big moments in games. So you love to see that. Looking at this team as a whole, again, special teams is absolutely a strength. This team is well coached in all three phases. They have excellent, excellent leadership in all three phases and talent in all three phases. They are resilient. Uh, but you have to be more than resilient to win the Super Bowl. You have to be more than resilient to win the AFC. Uh, if a team comes out and smacks you like the 49ers, you have to be able to respond in game, not the next week, because there won't be a next week if you don't respond in the game. So it's great that they always bounce back from these big losses, but you can't lose in the playoffs. So for me, you have to be able to respond in games. And I think for the most part they do, but you've seen a couple teams come out and smack them this year. You know, the, the Texans did it in week three. The 49ers did it a few weeks ago. And when you talk about the offense, the Chiefs did it in week two. Uh, obviously the Jaguars defense came to play in that game against the Chiefs, but the offense did not. So you cannot have a game like that in the playoffs, obviously. I do love so many things about this team. I do think that they have a chance to shock the world because they have the coaching, they have the quarterback, they have the auxiliary pieces around the quarterback, and they have a very good defense. I think they have a chance to play in February. But guess what? So do the Chiefs, so do the Ravens, so do the Dolphins. And even if you get to that game in February, you're going to be facing one hell of an opponent, whether it's the 49ers or Eagles, or, you know, dark, dark shot, dark horse, maybe the Cowboys. But even if it is the Cowboys, that is a very tough team. Obviously, we saw the Jaguars beat them last year. I think that they are in a better situation right now than they were last year. Obviously, the Cowboys need to prove they can win some playoff games before you're talking about them in the Super Bowl. But regardless of who it is from the NFC, one of those three teams is most likely. And uh, that's going to be difficult. So there's nothing guaranteed once you get to the playoffs. Even if you get the one or two seed in the playoffs, there's nothing guaranteed. You have got to go be resilient within games. You've got to have this offense firing on all cylinders and the defense locking things down on the other side to be able to, to get to that game in February and potentially win it. They got to keep it locked in these next six weeks. They have a very favorable schedule overall these next six weeks, uh, but 
I think that they can definitely get the two seed. It's going to take a little bit of help from the Chiefs if they want to get the one seed. But I think the Jaguars are in a really good position to compete in January and maybe into February. Ready for it. Ready for the Monday night football game this upcoming week. We will get into that the rest of the week. Really appreciate y'all tuning in. If you enjoy the content, again, please like, subscribe, hit that notification bell. You can also check out ginjag.com slash shop. Pick up some new Duval gear like the hat I'm wearing right now. Y'all have a good one. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.